This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, where if you missed the first couple hours of the show, you've missed a lot. We had perhaps the most intense 15 to 18 minute conversation about the hierarchy of the boxers in Rocky and Creed ever, which led With a lot of reenactments, in fact, uh, which led to our buddy Zero posting a side by side comparison of Mike Bassick's impersonation versus parts of the movie. You've also missed the Cowboys have three comp picks. Odell Beckham Jr. is working out today, and the Cowboys have restructured the deals of, we Dak, Pres- of Dak Prescott and Zach Martin to create $30 million of salary cap. Room. I think that was important, too, because I believe Highland Park spring break starts this afternoon. Yep. So for the next Friday afternoon till mon- next Monday, not coming up Monday, the Cowboys will be pretty quiet on everything as they will be somewhere celebrating spring break. Which is unfortunate because NFL's legal tampering day is Monday. So get excited for that. Y'all's show is going to be wild. On we won't day. be a part of it. Our show is going to be wild talking about other teams. That That actually is a really good point. We'll just have to find out where the yacht is for the Jones family. Now, you brought this up yesterday, and I think it's a good question, and we might get a variety of different feedback from what I expected, is Rangers fans, how much more excited are you for this season than the last three or four seasons? And I just want to throw this out there as a baseline, and I know it makes some people mad, uh, from the 903, I have zero excitement for the Rangers at this point until I can watch them again on TV. I just can't follow them how I wish I could. You can. There are lots of options out there. I know they're not all desirable for people, and they don't want to spend any more money, but if you want to watch right. the Rangers, you can. It's you not can. hard. Like To get that station, to get Bally's, it's not hard to do. In fact, I will tell you, DirecTV I've now been with DirecTV now for three years. I don't want to be with DirecTV, yeah. to be honest. But they have battles. That's going, why I have them, If too. I'm going to watch the Mavericks, the Stars, and the Rangers, that's what I have to do. And it's really not much when yeah. you think about it. If you're watching the majority of Ranger games and Maverick games, I don't really watch Stars, but if you're doing that, you're watching it for 50 cents a game? I'm just, I'm you know, over time, because yeah. let's just say you are paying YouTube TV. Well, you're paying them, I'm going to guess, 60 to $70 a month yeah. to have that. And I know it's it's just a monthly deal. It's not a, a two-year commitment. But if you just look at it, well, it does cost you approximately, I'd say $40 more, but your first year, DirecTV does give you a heck of a deal. They just make sure the next year you're paying a, uh, a double the amount of money because you have to sign a two-year contract to get that really good first year. So 
Yeah, for those people that say that, it's not hard to get DirecTV or the few other places you can watch it. And the Bally's app and stuff. Although this is a great point, too, about our show from the 817. Whoa, way to bury the lead. Y'all also had the best hockey segment of all time. That was thank you. That was definitely a fascinating uh, hockey segment four. as well. Killed the Sabers. I th- yes, we did. By the way, fun fact about that: Did you know that last year, four times in the NFL, the Bills held their opponent to ten points or less? Yet the Buffalo hockey team yes. could not hold the Stars below ten goals. All right. Okay. Rangers. I am definitely excited about this season. And it's not because of, because I know people will be like, oh, y'all hype up every year. I really hope that people start listening more intently to the station. Because if you listen to the last two years, I did not. I'm just going to speak for myself. I did not. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of ifs. And you pretty much need everything to go right. This year, it feels different in the clubhouse and on the field. I was wrong last year. And I'll admit I was wrong to this point. I think I picked them to win either 75 or 77 games. Yeah. After getting Simeon and Seeger. But I still didn't even have them at 500. I said, I think they can get close to 500, but I'm still going to pick them around 75 wins. I can't remember the exact number, but I remember it's either 75 or 77 is what I picked last year. And I was wrong. They won, what was it, 68 games, I believe? 69. 69. Okay. Nice. Well, maybe it was 68. But, anyways. I know that when I look at the past three or four years, you knew in 2018 you were in a little bit of a rebuild, but here was what was being sold. And it just mattered how much you wanted to buy, buy it. And, you, you know, as an optimistic fan, you can want to buy anything. Is it was the pillars are Gallo, Odor, and Mazzara. Yeah. We're about to build a new championship team, a uh, division winner around those three guys. After 2018 was over, you go, oh, no. It doesn't look like we're going to start building anything special with yeah. these three guys. So then 2019, you're going into it going, man, I don't know. Uh, and then 2020, you get into the offseason and they pick up a whole bunch of pitchers. Corey Kluber, Lance Lynn. Uh, you had Mike Miner, who was a pretty good pitcher. I'm, I mean, I might be getting a few things wrong on my timeline, but I just remember 18, 19, 20 going, man, this just isn't – that we're in a rebuilding situation, and the problem is we don't have anybody in the minor leagues ready to help. Yeah. So you get to 21 last year, and there's hope. There's hope that maybe they could be 500 after losing 100 games because of Simeon and Seager, but that's probably way too optimistic, and that's why I didn't pick them to even go 500. And this year – now with what they've done, I am not picking them to make the playoffs. So if you're like, you're always optimistic, just remember today, I am not picking the Rangers to make the playoffs. I think that they can play over 500, though. I was thinking 84 and 78. That's around my number. Because that I, feels reasonable. That does. Anything, if they go 81 and 81, I'll go, that's okay. That's a nice jump. That's okay. Uh, we really need Evan Carter, Josh Young, Leiter, Kumar Rocker, Owen White. We need these guys to develop into things that can take us over the top because you cannot buy a championship. You just can't. Uh, in the history of Major League Baseball, it's really never been done. 
you have to develop Yeah, because we've talked about even with that the 97 Marlins, you felt right. like there was homegrown. Well, your there. shortstop was a 19-year-old Edgar Renteria. Your second baseman was a 22-year-old Luis Castillo. Your catcher was a 25-year-old Charles Johnson. Johnson. Your outfielder was an older guy at that point. I believe he's like 30 years old in Jeff Conine, who was developed by them. So you start looking at... Now, you could say developed or not developed. They also signed LeVon Hernandez out of Cuba, but they didn't get him from another major league team. So you just start looking at it, you're like, oh, yeah, no, Gary Sheffield, uh, Kevin Brown, Al Leiter. You know, I'm I'm not, I can't remember everybody on that team. Mike Lowell, I believe. There's still development. Like, right, they were still like, hey, man, they did add a lot of free agents. Maybe Bobby Bonilla, I think, might have been on that team too. But you look at it, their core was we still developed some really good players and then added a whole bunch around. You can't you can't develop nothing and then say yeah. we're going to be a championship contender. And that's where I, I come from. This Ranger season, I am so much more excited about this year, even though I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I just think we're going to get to watch a team that's going to compete every night. I don't think there's going to be many nights where I go into a pregame show and go, I don't think the Rangers have a chance. Uh, where, you know, I'm being honest here, last year there were times where going into the game you'd see the pitching matchup, you'd see the way the Rangers were playing offensively, defensively, pitching, and you're like, I don't know how they're going to win a game in this series. And maybe they would win a game because it's baseball. The worst teams in MLB are going to win 60 games this year, uh, and and the best teams are going to lose 60 games this year. So I do think that the Rangers have a chance to make the playoffs this year, and I haven't felt that way since 2016. And I do see a lot of that reflected on the fan text. From the 940, I'm super excited. I can't wait to go to opening day. From the 817, I'm excited, but I think we're a year away. So I'd be thrilled with even a wild card spot. So even then, I feel like that is a realistic take. And they're still pumped from the 682. I'm a billion times more excited than the last few seasons. Barring injury to our starting pitchers, this team could win 85 games and have a shot at a wild card. Then we, There are some from the 972, like they're breaking up with the Rangers. This, to me, would be a weird time to do that, like after they went out and spent the money and put together a more competitive team. Like, if you've done that at any point over the last several years, I certainly understand it because yeah. we talked about it. The Rangers, in their history, and this is why John Daniels got the boot, they had never had five straight losing seasons. They're in the midst of six straight losing seasons. So it's been an awful yeah. short-term run to be a Rangers fan. Yeah, and I would tell the person that they're out, I would say this. This is a watchable team, and I get how you could say it wasn't very watchable the last few years. This is a watchable team with an all-star shortstop, with an all-star second baseman, obviously getting paid a whole bunch of money. I was listening yesterday to John Heyman on G-Bag Nation with – when he's healthy, that is a that is a win and if. It is. The best pitcher in baseball. So you're hoping that 25 times or more this year, you get to see the best pitcher in baseball, all of baseball yeah. start for the Texas Rangers. The other guys aren't bad either. They're solid pitchers. I don't know if Martin Perez is going to repeat what he did last year, yeah. but he's still a solid pitcher. Uh, Gray, solid pitcher when healthy needs to be healthy. Evaldi, solid pitcher when healthy needs to be healthy. Heaney, Heaney, he's kind of – and we did pay a lot for him. By the way, I didn't get to this in Nuggets – I know that Derek Holland really wanted Carlos Rodon, and I know a lot of people did want Carlos he Rodon. Hurt. He's hurt. He is out to start the year. He's not out for the year. He's out to start the year for the New York Yankees. So even when you think you're signing a healthy guy, 
Uh, that pitching thing can get really desperate. And then here's the deal, too, uh, Ranger fan that's not a Ranger fan. You have the second overall pick in Jack Leiter in your organization. You have, whether you like him or not, you have the third overall pick yeah. uh, in Kamar Rocker in your organization. Your starting third baseman this year was the eighth overall pick in 2019. Evan Carter is now getting a lot of hype. He's probably not going to play in the major leagues this year. If it is, it'll be late in the year. But next year, you're going to have a starting center fielder that I think by the end of the year might be a top 10 prospect in all of baseball. You're going to have the fourth overall pick in a couple months here yeah. on in your organization again. I, I just think... There's a lot, and I'm not even mentioning, I guess I will now, Luis Angel Acuna, Justin Foscue, Dustin Harris. You are you are loaded in your farm system now, and they're not all in rookie ball where yeah. you're not sure what they're going to do. So there is, I think, starting in 2024, I won't put this year in there, starting in 2024 through 2030, I do think the Rangers will make the playoffs at least 50% of the time. Wow. The way the, the playoffs are, are yeah. structured now. Okay. Because there's seven teams, uh, sorry, six teams that make it. Six teams that make it uh, instead of it being five, right? Are you sure? Crap. Because two plays seven, two mm. plays six. Because one gets a bye. Then wouldn't it be seven? Then it'd be seven. So even easier, right? So screw me. Baseball guy. They keep changing the playoffs on me. I feel like I'm Shaq now when he's talking about on TNT. I'm like, Shaq, do you follow your sport at all? Like, he's like, there's a play-in tournament? I'm like, yeah, dude, there's been a play-in tournament for a while now. So last year was the first year. I do know last year was the first year they extended it to uh, seven teams. So this will be the second year. I do know that. So I'm not Shaq on that one. I'm proud of you for that. Thanks. But are you sure it's seven? You just convinced me there was. I'm going to have to go on a piece of paper and start doing a bracket where the number one team gets a bye. I do know that, that the number one team doesn't have to play. Mm-hmm. So if two play six, but are you then sure three plays five, six? then four would get a bye. So it has to be seven. Okay. So two play seven. You're sure? Yes, because that would get you down to four teams. So I'm I'm positive. Okay. Because if you want to get it to one, two, three, four for the division, then that means three other teams have to make the playoffs. I'm now 100% after in my head doing the bracketology. Okay. That, you know, unlike North Carolina, who's out? Are you, were you so happy with that yesterday? I was happy, but I'm also, I just want to make sure. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure at this point. Two okay. play seven, uh, three play six, and four sure play five. two teams get a bye? <laughs> Oh, I don't. No. I don't think so. Okay, I'm right about that, right? Are you? Yes. Now, just answer the question. I have now put my balls on the table. You can chop them off, or you can say I get to keep them. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, don't feel like that's sanitary. Last year it was six per league. Two played six. Oh, one and two got a buy. <sighs> Oh, he's no. leaving. He's oh, walking no. out of the room. Oh, no. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I feel really bad because he had it, and I feel like I pushed him to get it you wrong. You definitely did. I yep. did. Absolutely okay, did. We'll, when we bring him back, I will point out that like he absolutely had it right. And Are I, you certain that you're going to be able to bring him back? 
No. Okay. Uh, oh, his phone is here. Oh, oh yeah, and his we got wallet's him. here. We got him. So I think so. By the way, people are bringing up Spectrum and Fubo TV. I did not know about that Fubo TV had uh, Bally's, but I did know about Spectrum because we almost moved to Spectrum. And so, yeah, there are other options right there. And we're gonna bring we're gonna bring Mike back. I just can't believe I won. I always lose mm-hmm. these mind games right now. Like I lose them with Corey. I lose them with Mike. I'm with Mike. I never win these mind games for once. I did it. Does it feel like it? Does it feel good? <sighs> no. Because it feels pyrrhic, doesn't it? I feel bad. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Coming up next, NBA refs, the new Ohio State quarterback, and Barcelona. Do any of these folks and me deserve Forgiveness Friday? Do you? 877-881-1053. That and whatever our replacement segment is for Mike Likes It will be next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Now we're back here on 105.3 The Fan. It's Tom for a little Forgiveness Friday. 877-881-1053. From the 575, no forgiveness Friday for Kevin. You cannot do that to Mike. And Mike, I used the Reggie trick. So that's what Reggie does in our pre-show all the time. I'll be like, yeah, it felt really important. And Reggie will just go, did it? And like, he's not necessarily arguing with you. He's just wanting to see how convicted you are in this is what I always feel. Correct. And there's been multiple times I'm like, yeah, because blah, 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 blah. Yes, that is what you're doing. And that's usually the response he gets from me is Mike was right. Two teams. (laughs) Mike was right about the number of playoff teams. But then me just going, but is it? And then he convinced himself of seven. And he goes, you're right. And I go, but was I? And you're like, hold on, you. F head and he walked out and so yes Mike please forgive me for running Reginald shenanigans on you I should know that and now I'm like now I'm going through all the post game shows I've done with the Rangers because last year once again the Rangers weren't in anything so we had to start covering around MLB on post game shows in the B block and which second segment of like uh, Rangers let's review the game listen to Woody uh, talk about the game I guess after that, it wasn't Woody anymore. But yes, uh, and then he went on, and they're like, "Let's just cover what's going on around MLB because it's really tough to keep talking about the Rangers yep. at this time of year in September." And I always remember they'd have the bracket, and they'd have two by teams, and then two teams that would have to play in the wild card round. And screw me, I totally forgot. <laughs> I feel like I get so mad at Shaq. I don't know why, because I get he's just a goofball who I don't even know if he like. 
if you had to guess, like, do you think he watches? Yeah, I do. I, just like, not he watches as much maybe the last might, five minutes of yeah, the fourth quarter. Not as much as you might think for somebody who has that job. I I hear you on that. From the six eight two. This is more heartfelt. I want to apologize for my outbursts of insults a couple weeks ago. Sorry to all of you and Kevin especially. I've got issues, but y'all make me laugh and bring a smile to my face. Appreciate that very much. Sometimes mean stuff gets said, but sometimes people come back and apologize for it, and that's very cool. Appreciate that very, very much. When the force, I say too many mean things. I'd like to apologize for saying too many mean things. I appreciate that, and I think a lot of the time you mean that apology. Thank you. Not saying a hundred percent of the time, but a lot of the time. What are you doing right now, <laughs> dude? Okay, he's a big apology guy. He was Calvin Ridley. He, he accepted Calvin Ridley's apology. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Mike apology that, like, from the jump, and he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> that we won three Super Bowls in the last decade." Like, those are the apologies that I'm lumping in with the group. Yeah. Most of the time, I think Mike's apologies are absolutely sin- sin- sincere. There yeah. We go. Yeah, at the time, I just get mad, and I say things, and then I'm like, eh, maybe I shouldn't have said that, like, about the person who, like, you must not know sports at all. I'm like, you know, they're listening, and I shouldn't say that yes. about them. I'm sorry. You I'm like a big fan of us not actively insulting listeners. You like sports as listeners. much as I like sports. Yeah. We just see them very differently. Yeah, 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 I can yeah. have my opinion. You can have yours. Mine's usually right. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> From the 817, <laughs> Kevin, we accept your apology for saying F you under your breath <laughs> I still, man, and we didn't give Pollard that contract yet. (laughs) Did you hear though? Oh my gosh! Did you hear? It was the same thing with Dalton Schultz. Is they they said like allegedly the Cowboys offered him a long term deal that didn't meet up, and I'm like, I don't even know what we're doing as a team anymore. That's what I like to call consistency. Yeah, it really. Luckily, we restructured everything today. Couldn't have seen that coming. No, definitely. uh, Thanks a lot, Steven. You're doing your job great. At the end of the day, it's spring break. I'm going to let you guess the profession of this next person. Could be tough. uh, Cobbler. From the, it's not a cobbler. Why not? From the, because it's just not. In this instance, that's the answer. It's just not. Please forgive all homeowners who have a mailbox on their house and not the curbside. Oh, that's a that's a mail delivery. Brand. That's our whole neighborhood. We don't have any mailboxes on like the curbside. But and also like how many homeowners decided that? You know, like it was probably they bought the house and it was what it was. Like our yeah, mailbox has a lock and key to it, and it is not my favorite thing in the world. But why don't you just leave the key in the mailbox? I, that also feels, you know what? I guess what's the difference? Because people could steal mail out of a regular mailbox. You know what? That's an interesting point that I hadn't really thought about before. I will consider that. If someone wants to steal your mail out of your regular mailbox, it's the same as out of this one. That's a, that's fair. And then I'm four zero. Yes. I am also sorry for being a jerk from time to time. I feel like we all have to make that apology, right? Yes. That was one of the things where... If what? you don't, something's wrong with you. You're either way too nice and get walked on. <laughs> too nice. Or. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah. And you know they're not going to talk back about that. Yeah. So that's one of those things. Or you're kind of lying about you've upset people before. Do we need to. Do we need to all ask Sean Kemp for forgiveness? Because more of the story has developed. He can come to your retirement party and it, Yes, and it looks significantly different. Wait, did you ban him from your retirement that, party? No, no, no. I wanted to have him at my retirement party. Oh, okay. And then Corey the other day was like, well, 
It's going to be tougher to make that happen now. Because here's what the story came out is a warrant was issued looking for Sean Kemp who fired two shots into a car. And just when you hear that, you're like, what the hell is happening with Sean Kemp? I believe the words words drive-by were even used at one point. Yeah, they were. That's what I saw. Yeah. It was a drive-by shooting by Sean Kemp, or he was part of a drive-by shooting. And now, upon further information, no no charges were filed because the Tacoma police said an altercation between occupants of two vehicles near the Tacoma Mall led to shots being fired. And what we heard was shots were fired at Sean Kemp, either in or by his car to start with. And he thought his life was under, you know, under duress. Like it was literally under fire. And so he fired back as a as, as a protection me- method because he says or his attorney said that Kemp's car was broken into and his iPhone, among other things, were stolen. So it, you piece it together like did Sean Kemp come up on these people who either were or had just broken into his car, confronts them, they fire shots at him, and he's trying to protect himself. And that feels like a totally like a totally different story. Definitely not a drive-by. No. So do we need to ask Sean Kemp for forgiveness for, again, this happens all the time. Let me get my headline out, and I'll figure out the rest of the story later. I didn't write a headline. No, not you specifically. Uh, okay. uh, like the media in general? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Also the Tacoma police for putting that out there the way that they did. Yeah, that is a very fair point. Now, Carter tipped me off to this story. Which Carter? Uh, Carter Freeman. Fantastic. Tipped me off to this story. And Mike, I don't know if you're going to love or hate parts of this story. Is I think Devin Brown, the Ohio State quarterback, needs to ask for forgiveness. First of all, He said he looked up to Tate Martell. If you don't know who the hell Tate Martell is, that's fair. He originally committed to Texas A&M. Then he went to Ohio State. Then he went to Miami. Then he went to UNLV. Then he quote unquote retired from football because he was a flake and kept bouncing from place to place. He had some injuries along the way, true, but he didn't retire from football. Nobody from football wanted him anymore. And this is the guy that Devin Brown looks up to. Also... Do you know what number Devin Brown, the quarterback, will be? I heard the story yesterday. He'll be number 33. For Larry Bird. It's not for Larry Bird. Ule Blob. (laughs) Do you think anyone in the history of sport has gotten their number because of Uwe Blob? Here's my fun fact I know about Uwe Blob. Uh Uh-huh. Indiana. The first time ever. Redheaded. That the Dallas Mavericks beat the Boston Celtics. Uwe Blob had two points that he got on a goaltending call. Because I had that HSE People home don't video. know this. Stop right now. How important was it in the history of the Dallas Mavericks they had beat the Boston Celtics? It was like the it was like they won the NBA oh, yeah. championship that they had finally beat the Celtics in a regular season basketball game. Yes. It was the biggest they, deal. You- they made a home video about it, which my family owned. He's going to wear number 33 because of slinging Sammy Ball. But I he doesn't need forgiveness for that from me. I just thought he needed forgiveness because he said he looked up to Tate Martell, which is a very famous flame out in the college football era. And he was a five-star recruit. Like, he looked like he was... 
going to be tremendous. And now, Reggie, I saved this story for you. Oh, no. What did I do? As our soccer correspondent. Oh. Does Barcelona deserve... I believe it's pronounced Barcelona. Okay. I, okay. I don't... I just know that's the 92 Olympics. Yes, that is fair. Do they deserve forgiveness because their prosecutors are seeking corruption charges against their former president after finding payments to the former vice president of the referee committee? So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, do they deserve forgiveness for this because this is just the way soccer go? Or do you think this is a next level of corruption? Um... There is a little bit of an element of this way soccer go, but I also am very mad at Barcelona for doing a whole bunch of like shady monetary stuff in order to get a whole bunch of players that they probably should not be capable of getting. Yeah. So, um, no, they do not deserve forgiveness because I'm petty and I don't like them. Wow. Okay. Gentlemen, and I heard this uh, played on y'all's show last night. I want to know if NBA officials deserve forgiveness because... Obviously, Fred Van Vliet went off on them. He was fined $30,000, which was actually lower than I would have guessed because of how hard he went after the officials. Mm -hmm. Are you siding with Fred on this one, or are you Team NBA? You want me to play the clip? Yeah, play the clip. I don't know. Yes. I mean, I don't mind. I'll take a fine. I don't really care. I thought, you know... um, Ben Taylor was f***ing terrible tonight. Um, I thought that uh, most nights, you know couple other you know out of the three there's one or two that just f- the game up you know and it's, it's it's been like that a couple couple games in a row um denver was tough obviously you come out tonight you're competing pretty hard the third quarter i get a bullshit tech changes the whole dynamic of the game changes the whole flow of the game and um you know most of the refs are trying hard i like a lot of the refs are trying hard they're pretty fair and then you got the other ones who just want to be dicks and um just kind of the game up nobody's coming to see that shit. they come to see the players and um, I think we're losing a little bit of the fabric of what the NBA is and was. And um, it's been disappointing this season. Um, you can look up most of my texts this year have been with Ben Taylor officiating. So at a certain point as a player, you feel it's personal. And um, it's never a good place to be. That's not why we lost tonight. We got outplayed. Um, but it definitely makes it tougher to overcome. I bet he's going to get all the calls the rest of the season. Yeah. So was that seven bleeps? It's something along those lines. I think he got his money's worth by just being fined $30,000. Does he need to ask for forgiveness or realistically, does Ben Taylor need to ask for forgiveness for being quote unquote effing terrible? And a bleep head. <laughs> and a bleep head. I think multiple things here. Refing, especially at that level, is so freaking tough. Uh, and... When I watch some of these college basketball games, I do think NBA refs are much better than college refs. Would you agree or disagree? Because you watch more college basketball than I do. Um, At the same time, you see that these referees are human. They don't like certain players or they don't like certain coaches. And they will make sure to make it a living hell on that player or that coach at times when they feel like doing it. Uh, so I, I see both, first of all, most of those refs are great, but they are humans. They have bias. They like certain players. They don't like certain players. Uh, and so they can manipulate a game if they want to. And that is the whole reason that I do believe David Stern, once again, going back to 06, made sure 
after the Mavs got up 2-0, he didn't have to tell the refs, make sure you ruin this for the Mavericks, they won't win. But he knew who to hire for those games to make sure that it would start going in the Miami Heat direction. Now, Reggie, I know you're not going to ask for forgiveness, but from the 936, Reggie needs to ask for forgiveness for bringing up Cobbler because now I really want some dadgum cobbler. Peach cobbler. I'm so sorry I made you want a delicious dessert. My bad. This I, always, what, I, I guess, what's the difference between, like, cherry pie and cherry cobbler or like a blueberry pie and blueberry cobbler i wonder i do not know they're both great i'm a cobbler you know i'm a fruit pie fruit cobbler person i like them especially with bluebell vanilla ice cream on it it Um, tastes the same with any ice cream. but uh nope it doesn't huh apparently cobbler is just described as a kind of fruit pie so in a way not necessarily nothing different. different okay does oh okay maybe biscuit batter rather than pastry i don't know okay. i'm trying all right thanks man does my wife oh that reminds me of breast milk oh my god what does my wife need forgiveness for saying she was not familiar with i can't remember what we were watching but i made a reference i was like man that looks like the shirt that vanessa made theo oh that's a great on shirt. the cosby show and she just looked at me and she goes, who, what? And then she was like, what does that mean? And she was not familiar with the Cosby Show episode or even that subplot where Theo needs the designer shirt. <laughs> I used to remember the actual fake designer. I remember. It was yellow and blue. <laughs> was the I wasn't name, sure if though. it was blue or purple. I thought it looked kind of purple. Oh, maybe it was purple. Yeah. But it's definitely like gold and bluish yeah, yeah, or yeah, purple. Yeah. And one sleeve was like... <laughs> Six feet long, and the other was like one and a half. The pocket was like down towards the bottom, and he goes, I paid $30 for this. It was hilarious. Even watching it again, still hilarious. And she goes, I'm not familiar with that. And then we we had a conversation about if she could still watch a Cosby show. It was this whole other thing. But does she need forgiveness for not being familiar with that episode of the Cosby show? Yes, she does. Okay. The Cosby show is awesome. It now, is. I understand what happens later in life to uh, Heathcliff Huxtable yeah. slash Bill Cosby, which I've never understood, which somebody brought this up. It's not me. Is You have Seinfeld is Seinfeld. You have Everybody Loves Raymond. That's Raymond. So all the comedians who have shows end up, He's it's the, Bill Co- it's the Cosby show, yet he's called Heathcliff Huxtable. Yeah. That's the only thing where... I don't know why, why they didn't just call it the Huxtable show or the Cosby uh-huh. show with this dad is named Bill Cosby. But not really. That's a good. I've never think thought of about every that comedian who's my had God, a show. I've never thought about that in my life. Is that it's the Cosby show, yet they're the Huxtables. Uh-huh. And every other comedian who ends up having a show, it's their name is actually their name in the show. Uh, there's a few of them that you can find right, where you go, what happened there? Why? I don't Martin. know why they do it that Well, I guess I could say that they do it like that so that people will watch the show. Um, but, yes, thank you, 214. It's the Gordon Cottrell shirt. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Denise right. actually made it. Yeah, Denise. She goes on to a different uh, world. She, with, that's a good show, too. With Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that's right. With the flip-up uh, sunglasses and stuff. All right. 
It's time for some Mike Likes It. Don't say, oh, no, because then I get nervous about what you're about to present to us. Because I'm trying to find, I had it at the Super Bowl, or no, it was, I had uh, the nutrition. Here it is, CDC nutrition in breast milk. Dang it. Oh, my gosh. This was a conversation we had off It's a long time ago. I think I brought up breast milk on the air. I thought it was last week. It was last week. Yeah, spring training. What are the nutrients present in breast milk Mm -hmm. to know what your, uh, you know, son is getting Mm -hmm. pretty much. And I just remember there's quite a bit of sugar in it. Okay. Uh, But not as much sugar as formula because I remember when uh, we were worried that he might might have to go to the ICU when he was born because we couldn't get his levels up. And so we gave him some formula to try to spike that. Okay. Well, anyways, I don't have it, you know, where I can really give you the real information, so I'm just going to have to move on from breast milk. Okay. Is Shohei Otani. So today, or this morning, I guess, it was today over in Japan. They played Korea, and they destroyed Korea 13-4. to He went two for three in the game with a double. He pitched the other day, was amazing pitching four innings in the World Baseball Classic. And... It's one of these things we've brought up before. We brought up about pitching matchups. How come people don't pay to see pitchers anymore? Because when Shohei Otani pitches against the Rangers, it's a big deal for me to take my kids. Because when are you going to see Shohei Otani pitch and hit in the same game? It's rare. There's going to be about 25 to possibly 30 times. And when it's in uh, Arlington, I just think it's must-see in in person to see the one person since. And Babe Ruth didn't even do it back in the – I guess, you know, there was no designated hitter, but he kind of – I pitched for the Boston Red Sox, not me, but Babe yes. Ruth, and won 100 games. And then when he got traded to the Yankees, they transitioned him. Like, you're such a great hitter. We just want you to be a hitter here. We want to put you in the outfield and be a hitter. And then he hits, you know, adding on to his home runs, but ends up hitting 714 home runs. Yeah. And it's like, man, could you ever see Babe Ruth in person? Obviously, no. He was way back when, and it's never going to happen again from – Whatever year it was that he retired, I'm going to guess like 1928 or yeah. something. I'm not exactly sure what year. But from for almost 100 years, you could never see anybody like Babe Ruth unless you wanted to go to like a college game. Because yeah. people have said, hey, is this the next Shohei Otani? I'm like, probably not because he's American. And you're not going to develop at the same rate as a hitter and a pitcher in the minor leagues. That's been the major problem. I'm thinking his name was Brendan McKay for Tampa Bay. Drafted out of uh, the University of Louisville or Louisville University, whichever one it is. I understand. And he was a great hitter and pitcher in college and recent. And so the Tampa Bay uh, Rays took him and they were developing him. The problem was he was developing faster as a pitcher than a hitter. So it's like, dude, we can put him in AAA as a pitcher. That's where he he belongs in his development. The problem is, is we're not even sure if he's a good double A hitter yet. So what do you do? Do you hold him back and then have him pitch against lesser competition uh, in double A while he's still learning to hit at that level? Because I can't play him at two places at one time. So that's the tough part of developing the next Shohei Otani that's an American is will it will it always add up to when I'm in high A ball? I'm a high A ball pitcher and I'm a high A ball hitter. And are we regressing at one spot because I need to push you in this level but you're not ready to handle that level yeah. as a hitter or a pitcher. And so that's what makes it tough when somebody said, hey, is this dude for Florida the next Shohei Otani? I just put probably not because he's American. And I know that's not fair, 
But I guess, and I need to know more about Japanese development of of their players. Yeah, of, I have no idea. Yeah, of yeah. how tough it is to develop a guy to keep him at the same level where he's getting, uh, you know, the challenge and also the success. So, Shohei Otani, I just do we not do we not respect him enough in the world of sports? Because we talk about maybe Michael Jordan in our lifetime, maybe it's LeBron James in your lifetime, maybe it's Tiger Woods. You know, there's certain these people that are so special. In a hundred years, like I, yeah. it's tough in basketball. You play both sides, but football. This would be like in football, which is I know hasn't happened. It happens in high school all the time. But a dude being the quarterback and the safety, yeah, like at an NFL level. And I know that'll never happen. But you know, Shohei Otani watching him this morning hit for Japan. I'm just like. It's amazing what I'm getting to watch here. Because everybody in baseball, when they talk about his contract and everything, they clearly understand and respect it. Sometimes I wonder, too, if it's the team that he's on is maybe not that great. Like, I don't remember. But didn't Griffey get all the hype in Seattle? I mean, Seattle playing West Coast games. And, I mean, he took over the baseball world for a decade. And so one of the reasons for that, and I would say the same thing with Jordan, is because of their impact on pop culture as well, right? right. Because you would see Griffey in so many commercials, and you'd wear your backwards hat, and with Jordan, you wanted the shoes and everything. I don't know, like, what what does Shohei do in pop culture? I think he could. I'm just saying I'm not familiar with he, like, popped up on, you know, whatever show, and you're like, oh, my God, I saw Shohei in Stranger Things, or whatever, you know. This isn't his fault at all. It'd be like saying, why don't you speak Japanese? And I don't know how well he speaks English, because to your point, I can't remember after games him going on MLB Network and doing a five-minute interview in English, and maybe he does, right? You, Darvish, speaks English fine, and he just doesn't really want to do English interviews, so it avoids having to do interviews. But to your point, I'm like, he just signed with New Balance, by the way. Shohei signed a big deal with New Balance to be the face of their kind of New Balance baseball product, as they've had Lindor be the face of it. But let's be honest, I love Francisco Lindor. He just hasn't been, even though going to New York, he just hasn't been big enough to really push that product maybe as far as they want. I'm just, maybe it's the English barrier that we don't get to see the interviews. Maybe he's like, I'm not doing commercials in the United States. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I think that's the difference in terms of recognition and yeah. everything. Do, do athletes, like your favorite athletes, they don't pop up on sitcoms anymore like they used to and just in general. No, no, no. I just like. No, I was just thinking about but it. But you don't see him in anything, right? And no, that, not really. Yeah, like whatever the whatever you want to make the modern equivalent of. Like if Shohei Otani was like a huge player on Instagram or Snapchat, which Maybe he is. I just don't feel like we see him personally as much in there like you did with Griffey being in movies or Jordan with the shoes and everything. And that's the tough thing about football. And because, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a major face of Adidas, except I don't even know if people listening even know, like, because it's just tough if you're not a basketball player to really push a shoe company. Yeah. Um, next thing about Shohei Otani. I was listening to John Heyman yesterday on 105 Through the Fan with the G-Bag Nation. Yep. And they brought up Shohei Otani. And uh, I believe it was Wolchuk who said, hey, can maybe the Rangers get in a Shohei Otani kind of trade situation with how much they have in their farm system? And John Heyman, who's very connected, uh, pretty much said he doesn't expect Shohei to get traded. 
Okay. Even though he's going to be a free agent, okay. he just doesn't They're expect that. Take their chances. At the same time, John Heyman also said, "I don't expect really the Rangers to be in the chase for Shohei yeah. Otani because really here's the main problem, Ranger fans. I know Corey being here would be really upset with this. Shohei's staying on the West Coast, and everybody knows which it. makes sense for travel purposes and yes. everything, right? Uh, one, he wants to be on a winner, and I don't know if it's one A or two. He wants to be on the West Coast, so." He said, first, you're going to have to have at least $500 million to sign Shohei in the offseason. So that now puts you into a category of, all right, there's teams that have it. But he said, I'm sure he's kind of talking about Steve Cohen for the Mets would probably pay like $600 million to get Shohei Otani to the Mets. The problem is, is that most likely Shohei is going to stay on the West Coast. And he did put, unfortunately, a lot of rival team, a rival team on there is that Seattle but he said the Dodgers and Padres make a lot of sense because they're going for it. They're trying to win. He said Seattle uh, because West Coast, a lot of, you know, they won. They've they've won back-to-back years with 90. So looking at Shohei and being a future Texas Ranger, it just, it would be a shocker to, to hear that Shohei is considering going to the state of Texas when it sounds like he's going to stay, obviously, on the West Coast um, for multiple reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did watch today Jung Hoo Lee. I brought him up. Is that the Ted Williams comp? He is the number three hole hitter for Korea. And he is going to come over to um, Major League Baseball next year, most likely. So, Reggie, if you're looking at your next, I believe Reggie was a big Seiya Suzuki guy, if I remember correctly, uh, who was with the Cubs last year. And he got off to a really good start and then got hurt. And had a nice rookie year, but uh, nothing special. Uh, but he had a good start. If he wouldn't have got hurt, maybe he would have been more in consideration for rookie of the year. But I watched Jung Hoo Jung Lee. And I will say, he is a guy to maybe watch for for the Texas Rangers. Because the Rangers okay. are a little bit weak in the outfield for the future. Yes, Evan Carter is a major prospect. I don't know about Leody Tavares. I don't know about Bubba Thompson. They haven't proven themselves. This is a big year for both of them to prove, should I be an everyday player in the major league? Sure. Adolis Garcia has proven that, but Absolutely. he's an older guy that you're probably never going to sign to a second contract. Okay. Because because he's still got several years. Right. He still, he still has, I believe, this year plus three more of control. So at least three more years of control, maybe four more years of control, but not somebody that you look at, hey, he's going to be an answer to our problems for a long time because he's 30-ish Yeah. Uh, for Adolis Garcia. Left field is wide open. I'm just wondering with this uh, player, Jung Hoo Lee, if that's going to be a player that the Rangers go, look, we don't have another 500 or $600 million for Juan uh, Soto. And maybe he, they, the Padres are trying to lock him up so he doesn't doesn't even hit the market. Yeah. But if you're like, hey, instead of giving somebody six hundred million, what if we give a guy, I don't know, I'm just guessing, like a six year contract at a hundred twenty million, maybe twenty a year because you are taking a risk. He's only played in Korea, as Derek Holland said, not Japan yet, because uh, Japan is a much higher level than Korea, even though Korea is a very good level, and. So watching him, left-handed hitter, looks solid, looks like a, I say this, looks like a, a stereotypical kind of Asian hitter where that it's kind of that fall-off swing. Yeah. If you think of Ichiro, you think of Shohei, very different hitters, but, you know, very similar mechanics. And I'm still wondering, why has an American never used those mechanics as a hitter? 
Yeah, I guess that's true. I'd never really thought about it like that because it seems... I was going to say it seems effective, but then again, I'm wondering if I'm just thinking of the highest highs that we've seen and think, well, everyone plays yeah, as well as Ichiro or it, whatever. Yeah, That's, I, I just have no clue of like if you ever would say, I'm going to hire a Japanese hitting coach if you're a left-handed hitter, and I'm going to learn how to kind of hit this way. Interesting question. For the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, coming up next... It's baseball time in Texas, so we'll talk about Jared. We'll talk with Jared Sandler. Plus, maybe we'll revisit the big giant Cowboys nothing burger from earlier today. All of that next, right here on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.